Welcome to the Sales Mindset Podcast. I'm here. I'm Dr. Dennis D. Dennis D. Pasquale here with my co-host, Brian. Hello. And we're going to go straight into it. This is actually not a not a generated topic, but um, one that I thought about this morning. So go ahead and I'll let you pose the question. So in dealing with motivation and discipline, what is the relationship or differences between the two? Absolutely. So the short of it is this. Motivation can be used to help you create the discipline. Mm-hmm. But without the discipline, the motivation will not sustain you. Okay. There are going to be days that you're not going to be motivated to do what you need to do. So every day you need to be either prospecting or cold calling and you need to do it in a regular manner, right? Yeah. You need to you need to not be so spurty or bursty with, with your activities. Otherwise, you're going to lose practice to some degree. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean doing every day, but at least regularly throughout the week or at least every week, depending on the type of sales that you're doing or whatever your activity happens to be. So what is helpful is you use that motivation to do what you need to do today, mm-hmm. um, whatever that today happens to be, to get out of bed and cold call. Or if we want to just take this to habits, to get out of bed and go to the gym or go for a walk or go for a run. Eventually, you use that motivation to start creating this regular pattern of whatever you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. That creates discipline and it creates habit such that when you wake up and you're like, I don't want to deal with this shit. Yeah. I don't want to deal with the nose. I don't want to deal with the lack of answering. I don't want to deal with objections, you know, whatever the negative aspects of sales or anything that you happen to do, Mm. you know, this doesn't even have to be limited to sales. If you're IT, oh, I don't want to deal with these people who are calling me to fix their computer when they just need to freaking reboot it on their own. You know, when you're looking at exercising or taking care of your physical um, body, or mm. in some cases, taking you know, dealing with family stuff, right? Um, the discipline will kick in. The discipline says, I may not want to do this today. I may not be motivated to do this today, but I know that it's my responsibility to do this today because I'm a disciplined individual who does this every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even down to cleaning your house. You connect it to part of your worth or part of your personality. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not your worth, but your personality. Well... I say personality, I say responsibility, mm-hmm. right? And this is a core piece of grit, core piece of really getting done. You identify with the processes that will get you to the output metrics. Sure. It's one thing when you are motivated by the output metrics, by mm-hmm. the, even if it's conversion rate, but even so by the money that you're going to make yeah. through your commission or by, if we're talking about weight loss, by this idea that you're going to look like Adonis, the Greek god. Yeah. Or whatever that happens to be. If we're talking about dating, you know, if you're identifying with marrying the beautiful woman, no, you've got to identify with the person that is going to go out and talk respectfully, of course, with women at bars mm-hmm. or clubs or wherever that happens to be, or goes and swipes on Hinge, Bumble, Tinder, whatever is relevant for for your demographic. You're going to identify with the person who walks, runs, or goes to the gym every day, or most of the time. You're going to identify with the person who cold calls, who is excited by failure, because that failure is going to help you grow as an entrepreneur or as a salesperson. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to identify with. It's not, 
I'm the million dollar man. It's the I'm the guy or girl who is going to pick up the phone and dial and going to take your bullshit potential customer yeah. when you push back on me. I think what it, something I've heard a lot, I don't even know what the first utterance of it is, but it's connecting it to a big why mm-hmm. where you have all the small whys, you have the output metrics, things that get you excited and help push you forward. Like it's okay to be motivated by money to a certain degree. Yeah. It's okay to be motivated by you know, a better body to some degree where there are things to be excited about, milestones to hit, but also you want to be excited about why you're doing that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like why do you want a better body or why do you want to be healthier and get get in shape or why do you want to be a successful salesperson? What are you working for in your life? Are you working for yourself? Are you working for your community, your family? It helps if you already have a family. We've already talked about this like a little bit, but why is it that you're going into work? Why is it that you're trying to better yourself? Okay. So let's say you don't have a family, mm-hmm. right? And that's me right now. Mm-hmm. I, I am not dating anyone, obviously not married. If I'm not dating anyone, no, no children or anything like that. But what I can motivate myself for and what I do at times in terms of meditations or mantras or whatever, is I'm not thinking about the fact that I don't have a family now. I'm like, yeah, I need to do what I can do now for my future family. Yeah. Yeah. For... So that I don't have to work hard. It's not that I don't want to work hard, but mm-hmm. so that I'll have more time for them when it comes to, to spending time with kids or a uh, wife needs to work on her own stuff. And so I can watch the kids or any of that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I grind it out now, it's like I'm doing this for my future, not just my future self, because that can only go so far. Yeah. I'm doing this for my future family, for for mm-hmm. my future employees, yeah. for for my future students. All of that mm-hmm. is really what it comes down to. Why do I learn every day? It has nothing to do with me. I yes, I enjoy the process of learning, yeah. and then that's that that part of being a lifelong learner, which is critical. But it's it's so that I can bring that knowledge to other people. So it's a future motivation in that particular situation. Mm-hmm. If all you're leaning on is yourself and you become demotivated, then you're standing on nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the only thing that you're relying on is your own self-worth, basically, and you're not feeling up to it that day, then the only thing that you were standing on mm-hmm. isn't valid anymore. I think so. I think so. And that's that. what's getting me out of bed. And I think that's one of the reasons that my early business endeavors really never made it big yeah. is because it was always just about me. Uh-huh. I never wanted to build... Uh, a business where people were benefiting from it. Yeah. That's, I think, one of the reasons that education in university worked out so well for me is because it wasn't about what am I doing here and now for me? It's, wow, I got to learn this stuff so I can teach my students this stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to learn this stuff so I can so I can talk about so it. So can pass it on. In Gator Slam and, and some of the other stuff that makes no sense to most people. But, yeah. It, but, yeah, passing it on. And now it's like, I got to learn this stuff so I can talk to Brian about it, talk to Sam about it, mm-hmm. talk to the new people. That's why he's got such a nice, cool glass. Yeah. <laughs> We're celebrating some hires, some, some people coming onto the team, potentially coming onto the team. But um, like that's that's what it comes down to. It's, it's not just I'm doing this for me because, ah, let's be honest, it's real easy to be lazy. Yeah. It is real easy to be complacent with the status quo. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's I think it's a better word for it sometimes, even opposed to laziness, mm-hmm. where, where laziness has this really intense mark of negativity where mm-hmm. it's a bad personality trait. But I think a personality trait that everyone shares is that complacency is easier yeah. than moving forward as opposed to just laziness. Because sometimes complacency is still working your ass off but you're doing it for something that isn't working out mm-hmm. or you're putting all this time you're putting all of your time into a, a career path or into a way of life that isn't working for you. Yeah. And I think it's important to to first of all I want to mention something and it's it's just going to be a little insertion like a bookmark. Yeah. Comfort is a drug. Yeah. It's a bad drug and that's that's a, a, comfort and complacency are basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. But in regards to the way I think it's like I have a responsibility for people. And I think there's no greater ethical orientation to have a responsibility towards people, even, and maybe even especially when those people don't necessarily manifest right away. Like I said, I feel responsible to a family that I don't have. Yeah, yeah. Um, And it's very easy for someone who's single without a family to say, why? I don't have a family. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But that's the way I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. So that's to say that all of these big why things, all the things you're pursuing, that's what helps you create the discipline as opposed to the daily motivation. I don't know about you, but the way that I almost separate the difference is discipline is the facts and motivation is the emotions. In the same sense that like, if you go to like cognitive behavioral therapy, they separate the way that you behave as your thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. And they say, you can control your behavior but you can't control your emotions and you can only you know, you can sort of control your thoughts is how it was broken down to me and i see it as though your discipline is the manifestation of the facts of the situation what your behavior is what you do on a daily basis all your motivation is how you feel about it and the better that you behave the more disciplined you are the more motivated that you'll be yeah. and if you let your discipline yeah. slip then your motivation will start to slip yeah. and what you can truly control on a daily basis is what you do, your yep. behavior, your discipline, and your motivation is honestly a reward from that because it feels really good when you are not motivated and you get stuff done. Mm. And it feels really, it, or it feels just, it feels just as good if you get stuff done whether or not you're motivated. Yeah. So here's what I thought about. I thought about a bunch of you had a lot of good stuff in there. So I, uh, I, uh, I'm like, where do I start? Um, discipline will carry you through the long term. Mm-hmm. Motivation short term. Of course, there's that interplay. And here's what I, I, I've particularly thought about with myself is this period of time where I built up a lot of discipline. That discipline came from a motivation. Yeah. It came from a competitive motivation at the time. The discipline outlasted the motivation almost by years. Mm-hmm. So, it's getting a little vulnerable, I guess, here. Um, the, a lot of the motivations started to kick, at around, kick out at around 2019, some earlier when it comes to athletic stuff. Yeah. Right? And there were certain things that just sapped my intrinsic motivators, mm-hmm. sapped the, the desire to do certain things. And stuff lasts, I mean, even till today, with regards to certain things. But the discipline that I built mm-hmm. took a long time. Yeah, it's more stable to kill. And so, when it came to fitness, mm-hmm. it took an easy two, three years to kill that discipline. Yeah, 
unfortunately, I hadn't recognized that I had lost the key motivators. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it it had lost that much time. Thankfully, I'm actually refinding it. Uh, it's easier to refine it than it is to find it the first time as well, I think. It depends. It depends, I guess. Yeah. The other aspects, thankfully, the one discipline that I I refused to, to release, and it was part of my identity, it's, it's, and that was part of why it never left me, is because I had voraciously, or, or viciously, I'm not sure of the right word there, mm-hmm. refused to leave that as part of my identity, was the waking up early in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Because and I that's think, a good that, one. And I think it's such a foundational discipline. Mm-hmm. And that, had I lost that, I would have lost a lot of momentum. Yeah. Right? And that's why I, I always say early early risers, it's unless you're 100% much more effective in the evening, and I think mm-hmm. I think a good portion of us delude ourselves. Yeah, are, yeah. Really. Um, so that held me with a five-year loss. So that, that held me through five years. Yeah. If you want to think about a, how long a good discipline will get you through a good set of habits. Mm. So that's why uh, reading Atomic Habits, things like Atomic Habits, um, uh, High Performance Habits, uh, Bouchard, I think, is the author of that particular book. Yeah. You know, those things, they, they help you understand what you can do to have yeah, habits. Yeah. Habits and discipline are built during comfortable times. Motivation gets you through uncomfortable times, I think. I think. Uh-huh. I hear that. Motivation. Motivation is a really, really nice convenience. It's it's like the luxury of waking up and feeling awake the second you wake up. Yeah. Almost. And I almost connect the two very closely to kind of talk about what you said about a sleep schedule or waking up at the right time being such a foundational thing mm-hmm. where I fully agree because it sets the tone for the rest of the day. If you wake up, Let's say you plan to wake up at 6.30 and you've decided I'm going to do this, that, and the other between 6.30 and 9, and then I'm going to start working, and you wake up at 7.30, you either have to remove something or squeeze it or push it, and now you've added an element of stress. You've mm. added an element of complication, yeah. and stress is acute, but will then carry into other activities and null its performance, or maybe then you have to go to bed later, and then it's harder to wake up earlier the next day. And it's such a foundational thing because it allows you to maintain all of your other habits at the same time. Yeah. And I have a thought. I don't know, you know, maybe a week I'm going to disagree with myself on this one. But I think because motivation is such, the intrinsic motivator is so much more of an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. And our emotions are so much more primitive. Yeah. I think that it might be easier for someone else, if they want to fuck with you. Yeah. To kill your motivations. Again, I've experienced this yeah. very recently. But it is hard to screw with someone's discipline mm-hmm. because it's who you are. Yeah, yeah. Right? Someone says, oh, you can stay out later because you can sleep in. Fuck you. I'm the person that wakes up early. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really going for that explicit tag on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, we have to earn it. Uh, yeah, exactly. But but that's that's where I'm going with that. Like, you have to have both, and I think you have to learn how to really use that motivator, use the motivation to push you to create the discipline. If you know, there's a sales mindset, right? 
it's all about the discipline of dealing with the shit. Mm -hmm. The one thing, every job has its shit. Sure. Every job. It's, there's this, grass is always greener when someone's looking across. So you've got, let's talk someone who's literally deals with shit. Someone who might pump septic tanks mm-hmm. or deal with the sewage spill that you had to work through to yeah, try to get yeah. here today. Um, you know, they're probably like, oh, God, I wish I was working in an office where I didn't have to deal with the smell and the unsanitary situation and, uh-huh. and whatever. And you got the guy in the office that's probably like, my God, the politics here are horrible. Mm-hmm. My boss is a micromanager. Um, and all of the the very acute stress that comes from working yeah. in a white collar or otherwise um, office environment. The and they're probably life. looking at each other and being like, God, I wish I had that life. God, yeah. I wish I had that yeah. life. Um, so every job has its crap. And on one hand, I don't want to say that you should tolerate the crap, right? If you're in an actual toxic situation. Yeah. Uh-huh then you probably should leave. But is it really a toxic situation? We're yeah. quick to dismiss something as toxic when it's like, no, you're going to get this no matter where you go. Sure, sure. It's uh, definitely, it's like a, it's a fine line to, to, to differentiate the two. Yeah. And it's only the motivation and discipline that's going to get you to deal with that. So when it comes with sales, sales has a high shit, high reward type of situation where, yeah, you're cold calling uh, in many situations where you may get a book of business that you can build up uh, on your own, but even with an established book of business, you're eventually going to have to deal with some minor acute stresses. And, mm-hmm. and I've dealt with it from the the outreach that I've done from the university to the clients that I've that I've been looking to pull on for my own business. Yeah, it's just part of the job. It's part of life to deal with it. Um, and the it's the discipline of saying mm, I'm the person who deals with the negative of this particular situation that we happen to be in. Mm-hmm. You kind of reminded me of something that yeah. I've actually thought about uh, quite a bit is I, I, I completely created this. I coined the term, just by the way. I call it the, the rebar theory, okay. right? Theory where I, I always like to think of it where no matter how bad things are, you have to have something that roots you. So it's kind of, it's tangentially connected to what we're talking about, but it reminded mm-hmm. me of it, where say you're incredibly stressed at work or a poor situation with a relationship or family or health stresses and whatnot, it's going to tank your motivation or it's going to disrupt your emotions. It's going to disrupt your acute state quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take a toll on your motivation and discipline to keep it thematic. I like to kind of connect it or, or use the analogy of like a, of a hurricane, like a really strong storm, um, where you're being torn every which way. And uh, like the cartoonish visual of grabbing a piece of rebar <laughs> in the ground and holding onto it while you're getting whipped around and having something that you can grab onto so you can deal with all of that, deal with all the acute stress, the hit to the motivation and whatnot. I guess in this case, the rebar would be disciplined to kind of connect it, mm. but have a, a root sense of who you are. So what I like to say is have an idea of what your your morality is, your ethics, what you're going to do, what you won't do, and understanding yourself very fully. If you understand yourself, to use, I guess, like a Jordan Peterson connection, like get your house in order and understand Mm -hmm. who you are, Mm -hmm. then it's going to make it a lot easier to get through the rest of it. Yeah. So that's the value of Jordan Peterson's, one of Jordan Peterson's rules of make your bed. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
uh, people criticize it. Why should you make a bed? What do you mean? Well, it's it's that it's it's just like getting up early. The second piece of getting up early is and and I do it just because once you make your bed, you're not getting back into that bed. Yeah, right? yeah. Hey, this was a great conversation. Yeah, it was a motivation good one. versus uh, your discipline. Make sure that you have both is what it really comes down to. Use your motivation to build discipline. Be motivated to be a disciplined person and build it into part of your identity to be a successful whatever. Obviously, we're here today about successful salesperson, but you can apply this to a lot of other areas in life, especially your relationships, by the way, because no relationship is perfect, right? All right. Any final thoughts, Brian? No, my relationship is perfect. Okay. Hannah could be watching this. Excellent. Oh, you gave her a name up. Yeah, yeah. Look at that. All right. All right. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us.